I'm Janine. This is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and this is Get the Funk Out. Standing by to join me is Scott Sigma. He has a new film called Root of the Problem, and I'm not going to give away any details right now. I'm going to let Scott do all the talking. Hi, Scott. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. I just want to check. Did I pronounce your last name correctly? Yes, of course you did. Perfect. So tell me about your film, um, Root of the Problem. This is really funny. Um, well, where do I start? Uh, Root of the Problem, it's a beautiful family film about a real estate agent who thinks he has it all in life, but he's really forgotten the small things in life. And the movie starts out, uh, the husband and wife, um, Sergio Dizio plays Paul Campbell and Claire Rankin plays uh, Grace Campbell in the film. And they find out their uncle has passed away and has left them with uh, a plant and also the task of spreading his ashes. And what the family doesn't know is that the plant is actually a money tree. And the money tree only starts to appear to Paul once he uh, gets it and realizes what it is. It's, he starts spending this money and start doing what everyone else would do. Like you get a hundred thousand dollars, what are you going to go and do? So he right. goes and gets new clothing. He ends up buying a bunch of new stuff. I don't want to spoil it too much. No, don't, don't, don't get it away. Yeah. At, the, at the end of the day though, it's which what Paul has to find out is it's the little things in life that matter. And yes. that's what really the whole story is about. And that's what they're trying to find out in the end. And, really come together as a family and it's it's like that in life it's the small things that count in life and that's what root of the problem is all about this is a perfect film for right now because a lot of times it's like care for what you wish for and we were little we might have heard like money doesn't grow on trees and i love the whole premise oh yeah no i i love it and it is perfect for a time now and yeah, I'm one of those kids that grew up and was just like, oh my gosh, like money doesn't grow on trees. What? You have to get a job. You have to do everything. And right. it's funny, especially with this film, it's a low budget film, but it's funny that it's a low budget film, but we're working with a money tree. Like how? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. How perfect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but, you know, I wouldn't negate it. It's a low budget film. Sometimes the biggest messages come from those low budget films, especially right now. Oh, of course. And that's what it's all about. And that's what drew me to this project. It's the message that it brings at the end of the day. And it's open for everyone. And it's, it does touch on faith-based and it does touch on all these different categories and genres. And at the end of the day, that's what it's about. It's the story that you get from it and the feeling and message that I want everyone to bring home. Now, the screenplay was written by Francis, is it Damberger and Joanne Sigma? Yes, Francis Damberger. He's, uh, he was one of the writers behind Passchendaele. Okay. And Joanne Sigma is actually my mother, who's oh. uh, an author. She, the movie is based off her book, Root of the Problem, which is the exact same name. And I, I fell in love with that book about five or six years ago and started chatting with the producers, Carolyn McMaster and her sister, Margot McMaster from Chaos Film Company and kind of started to get the ball rolling, made a script and started version and draft after draft with Francis Damberger and getting to where it is right nowadays. What a great legacy for your mom to have. Oh, of course. And she's written a bunch of novels and this was the first one that I took and was like, I want this to be a screenplay. And there's a few more that I'm dabbling with. And 
you never know what the future holds. That's amazing. I'm, what a way to connect with a parent. Oh, of course. And it's funny too, I had her on set as a writer, but at the end of the day, I kind of had to pull her aside and be like, mom, this is my movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Mom, you don't, you can't add yeah. anything here. Yeah, not at all. I'm like, that was, and I've worked in film almost all my life. And it was great having that family aspect of having her on set and seeing this and had her stop on set before in different days. But this one was really enjoyed to have like my mom there and have my, even my father took parts and he was doing transportation and random things like that just to help and be there. And it was great to have that family feeling on set. And yes, I did shows in the film. How did you uh, get involved in film? I want to back up to your backstory. Um, well, it's, it started when I was younger. I loved watching movies with my grandfather. We'd watch every Guy Hamilton movie and every Alfred Hitchcock movie and just kind of fell in love with that. And then started um, where we grew up was Toronto. And my sister got into acting and then my other sister started getting into acting. And it, I kind of followed that role into acting, did little bit roles, did stuff like Bernie and all over the place way back in the day. And then kind of found my calling with my animation. I started doing animation with Steve Rabatich, who worked for Disney. And when I worked with them, yeah, I got my calling to go back into live action. And I left doing my like internship and following my path to Disney. I left it, went back to university, started learning more behind the camera stuff. And then right out of university, I was doing my internship on a movie called Prairie Dog. And as soon as I wrapped that one, I got pulled onto Christopher Nolan's film Interstellar and kind of followed him as a cast assistant and kind of continued my journey there, then moved to Vancouver onto The Flash and kind of built up my career and got the chance to finally bring Root of the Problem back to Alberta and film it with the producers here. And now it's just go, 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 hopefully onto the next project and keep filming from there. Amazing. What else would you like people to know about the film without giving too much away? Uh, I want people to have an open mind, and that's what I tried to have with this movie. It's very, once you get to the end, it's that beautiful message that I want people to get. It's not about what you put into life and everything like that, but it's what you make your life into. And it's the, mm. those little things that I want people to enjoy, and I want people to leave this film and look back at home and be like, does this really matter to me? What's going to make me the most happiest? And I should follow that no matter if it's giving up almost all your life, kind of what you see in Root of the Problem, or just a few little things to find your happiness. And I want people to know it as well, like, it is a faith-based film, but it's open to everybody. I hate when I find, I love Christian films, I love faith-based films, but I don't like the ones that are almost, uh, I hate to say pigeonholed, but kind of stuck in that atmosphere and you don't get it open to everyone. I'm very open with my spirituality and I want everyone to kind of open that way. And it's not about it being faith-based. It's about the message you get at the end of the day. Yeah. I got a sense it's about grounding us. It's about grounding us in what really matters right now. Oh, of course, of course. And even that, like, I found my journey throughout the film. I realized little things about myself too that I'm like, oh, okay, I don't need to focus that much on this. I don't need to look into that much into my life. And I don't need 
certain things. Like I'm happy with what I have and I'm extremely happy with where root of the problem has gone to and so grateful and blessed about that. So here's a question for you because you read the book and then you decided to make it a film. It sounds like it was a bigger impact for you having made the film than having read the book. Yes, because it was, and I find that with every script, it's one thing visualizing it. It's another filming it and living in it and seeing those words come to life and seeing how much the actors bring it to life, especially with Sergio and Claire. They're, we sat down every night and going through the characters and it's like, what would your character say? How would this be real? And then taking it from a script and filming it every day. And as soon as you yell action, they're bringing these characters to life and you're living the story. And especially going from the book being five years ago to getting to production five years afterwards, living it and seeing it in my head for five years and then seeing it come to life. Right. It's, it's fantastic. How have you been impacted by the COVID situation right now? Um, it's, it's definitely impacted our industry for film, especially in Alberta right now. Uh, but we're starting to get back into productions. A lot of our productions and projects we just kind of put on hold and started looking more into what's our next project after that and getting um, like almost pre-pre-production on certain films and getting a jump start on like my next feature film, Christmas by the Book, that we're hoping to film um, October, November or in the new year, January, February. And it's giving me more a chance to look at the script, building it up. And it's the biggest difference I find is that I'm not 16 to 18 hours on set. Right now I'm nine to five comfortably and yes. working from home. I sometimes go into the studio, uh, depends on our days, but as well, everyone's keeping social distancing. We're doing masks, but it's, yes. everything's been over Zoom. Everything's been over phone calls. It's a, it is a nice break, but at the same time, I'm a go, go, go person. Yes. So I am getting antsy in the house. I've been nonstop working on projects, trying to build as much as I can, change the house around, whatever I can get up to. I just, production slowed right down and a lot of my friends in the industry have nothing to do until it picks up again. And it's, right. we're slowly getting there, but I know another few months from now, we should be a little bit more back to normal, hoping where everything goes from now. And luckily we are in Canada right now and it's, it's getting a lot better here. We are moving into stage three, especially in the Calgary. Good. Um, making it a little bit easier, but it, it did make a huge impact. It just stalled us going to camera but it also helped us to get to look at our backend stuff and what needs to be finished off for production for these other movies and which projects need to be we can tweak and all that because now we have some time to work on it right yeah and it requires a tremendous amount of patience and maneuvering oh yes oh yes right because you know like here i'm in california we're getting hit really hard again uh, there's, there's, there was a lot of impatience. Oh, for sure. And yeah, it's, it is, it, it is a constant battle. Like we are, we are impatient. We want to get going, especially in the film and entertainment industry. It's a go, go, go industry. We're on set 18 hours a day. Even when I worked on the flash, it was 10 months straight of 18 hour days Whoa. working Monday, Monday through Friday. Friday? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you always start at like 4 p.m. on a Friday and then you're not done till Saturday morning at 11. Oh my gosh. So if I, if I was on set as an actress, I'd be in the corner sleeping. Uh, oh yeah, usually most of the time. Yeah. Yeah, it's Friday days where they're not the funnest days, but as soon as you're done on Saturday morning, the sun's up, you go home, you get about 32 hours, and then Monday you're there on set by 5 a.m. Wow. Yeah. Hey, you do that what you got to do for your passion. Oh, yeah. And it's, and that's what I tell everyone. Like a lot of people are like, oh, it looks like so much fun, but the hours are crazy and things like that. I'm like, it's not a job to work in film or television. It's a passion. Right. And it's, it's not even a, like, you can say it is a career, but you have to love it for you to stay into it. There's right. so much good things about it, but it's so much work and so much creativity and so much time and you have to put yourself all into it. Otherwise you're not going to enjoy it and you might as well go find a nine to five on a desk. Right. And people can tell. I remember um, getting two projects back to back one morning and the first one I had to be on set at 5 a.m. and I'm an hour from LA and having to get up at like, you know, 3.30 in the morning and it's like, oh, yeah. oh you just do what you got to do because this is what you excites you and, you know, gets you going. Oh, for sure. It's, it's definitely like that. And it's go, go, go. Even root of the problem. Some days we were filming an hour away from where I was staying and it's okay, let's get into the car let's do it. And it's, you're going to work. It's you're creating a beautiful story. You're creating your passion. Yes. So it doesn't bother me those long hours. It, it is really nice the day after we were the problem wrapped and they were just like, you can have a few days off. This is going to be great. I woke up same time the next morning. I was like, I need to be on set. I need to be here. And right. it's no, no, <laughs> calm down, calm down. But yeah, it's, I get a few days and then I'm antsy. I'm hungry to go again. Yeah. I want to get the project off the ground. I want to find the next thing to work yeah. on. Well, that's the mindset of what you do. Oh yeah, of course. Even when I went into Root of the Problem, I just wrapped working as the first assistant director on Kevin Sorbo's film, Miracle in East Texas. And I had about three days off, jumping quickly from Alberta, going to Vancouver, grabbing some stuff, and then flying back to Alberta in three days to start production prep on my feature film. Wow. I, I love doing that. It's, I love the go, go, go. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. You picked the right career then. Oh, yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely blessed that I can work in this industry and that I can keep working in this industry, hopefully. Let me give uh, the website for people who want more information, Scott. So the website is r, as in Robert, O-T-P dot C-A for the film? Yes, or they can also type in rootoftheproblem.ca, and that will also bring them to it. Okay. Anywhere else people can find you? Um, they can find us on Facebook, they can find us on Twitter, and they can find us on Instagram as well. Fantastic. I want to thank you so much. Is there any last bit of info you want to add before we wrap? Um, I'd love to, it's out on streaming now worldwide. And on July 14th, the DVD comes out and we're so excited. And I hope everyone takes the opportunity. And I hope everyone understands this message and takes something home with them. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Stay well. And I loved having you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure.